friends. Welcome to the Truth To You daily podcast with Brother Scott. We are thrilled that you've taken time out of your day to explore with us God's timeless truth. Regardless of who we are, we all need the light of God's Word to illuminate our path for this day. And now, here's our youth pastor, Brother Scott. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. We're excited to study some more truth together today. And we're getting into the book of Genesis now. This is, of course, uh, the second day. So we'll be in Genesis chapter 2. Let me just uh, pause for a second and say this, that if you have not yet listened to the podcast from yesterday that really lays the foundation for the book of Genesis, I want to encourage you after this one is over, go ahead and do that. Listen to that podcast. It's not very long, but it does give you some themes to look for as you go through the book of Genesis. Now, before we get to Genesis chapter 2 and notice some things there, I want to go directly to our memory verse. It is out of Titus chapter 1 and verse number 2. You'll notice the Bible says this, In hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began. One more time, Titus 1, 2. In hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began. Titus chapter 1 verse 2. So many things I love about that verse, but one of them is the fact that God keeps his promises. And uh, certainly if there's a promise that that you and I would want him to keep, it's in matters of eternity. And he has kept that and he will continue because God cannot lie. What a blessing that is. Hey, Genesis chapter 2 is where we are. And I want to share just a couple of thoughts that came to me as I was reading this chapter. There's so much here. And no doubt as you go and read this chapter, if you've not already done that, I encourage you when the podcast is over, go take care of that. Read through the chapter. Find some things for yourself. But um, not not uh, not always do we find the same things, which is, which is great because the Holy Spirit works on me. He works on you. And uh, we're able to, as individuals, um, uh, follow. Follow the path of truth. That's a wonderful thing. Hey, go ahead and notice chapter 2 and verse 9. Notice what the Bible says here. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree, watch it, that is pleasant to the sight. Now, I want to take a moment here and just talk about what a loving God we serve. Um, God is in complete control of this situation. He is the creator and he could have established it any way that he wanted to. But he chooses to create man and put him in a beautiful and may I say breathtaking environment. The Garden of Eden had to be breathtaking. I mean, I've been some places and I've seen some gardens that I thought were just amazing. And yet the Garden of Eden here in a, a, a sinless environment, right? Because sin is not entered in yet, had to be amazing. I mean, you know, chapters later, we have the fall, we have the curse that is put upon the earth, and now and now you get all the things that come with that. The soil is going to be hard to work with. There's going to be issues that are going to come out of that. All those things, they've not happened yet. So just trying to wrap our minds around a place that is just perfect, Boy, it's so hard for us to do because we've never seen a place like that. But as we read the description, what do we know? We know that God specifically created this place and the world for that matter to consist of things that would be beautiful to us. Boy, God didn't have to do that. Uh, God, God could have done it some other way. But, but he plants these trees, he creates these trees, he creates this environment, he creates the world for that matter in a way in which is pleasant 
to the site. So what does that mean? That means that that we can travel the United States, we can travel the world, we can travel to the next street over, however you please, and we can see things and find things that are are just pleasant to look at and, and exciting to experience. And that's another layer of the love of God. So I hope we'll be thankful for that. Thankful for the fact that God created things in a way that are pleasant for us and pleasing to us to look upon. But but I want us to notice another thought here, and this is out of verse 15. Notice what the Bible says, and the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden. Why? To dress it and to keep it. Now, I want to make this point because many times as teenagers, we sometimes think that we we are allergic to anything and related that's related to responsibility or work. Now, well, why is that? Well, sometimes we're busy and many times we just are looking for that next opportunity to have that R&R, right? That rest and relaxation. Um, and then and then sometimes we're not careful. That can lead to uh, laziness. Um, it, can, it can lead to places that are not healthy. And so I think it's important for us to remember that even though Adam and Eve are in this perfect place, this beautiful environment, immediately after God creates them, he gives them a purpose uh, for them to pursue here in the garden. What is that? Well, uh, Adam, Bible says he was in charge of, of dressing the garden and keeping it. He's been given some responsibility by God. And so what does dress it? Has the idea of to, to work in it. Okay. So um, obviously the sin, the, the, the curse was not present yet. So the ground would have been much more workable. Uh, maybe God was giving him here, hey, here's some seeds. I want you to just do do some more planting over here. And um, along with that, the, the, the working in it, there was also the keeping of it, right? I mean, there are animals everywhere. Have you thought about that? I mean, you know, you know, the animals there, they weren't just going to, you know, uh, uh, converse with Adam and, and just stay off everything. No, no, these animals need to eat as well. And so there were parts of the garden here that, that Adam had responsibility. And he was not only charged with, hey, I want you to work in it, but I also want you to preserve it as best you can. I want you to do your best to protect it, maybe from the animals who would trample and, and who would um, disrupt what um, Adam was working on. And, you know, this is such a great principle for you and I. You know, God has physically placed us in a home and there is a spiritual application here that we can make in regards to just keeping things organized. Um, you know, sometimes maybe your room gets gets out of whack uh, and you say, well, I, you know, it's been a while. I, well, take some time to keep it. Uh, the Bible says that Adam kept it and he protected it. You know, I'll never forget um, my kids had some friends over uh, about a year ago. They came over, and in the course of playing, um, one of their friends uh, broke something in the backyard. And and I remember talking to my boys and saying, "Look, you know what? We want to keep things nice around here. We we want to protect that which the Lord has given us." And well, you know, now now the next time friends comes over, they say, "Oh wait, wait, what are you doing? Get off from there!" You know, now the pendulum is swung, right? And I have to say, "Look, you don't have to yell at people. Okay, it's we're going to do our best, but." But the, don't miss the point here. Listen, if if you have a room, if if you have a house, uh, just look at that as some responsibility that hey, God has placed me in this environment. I'm going to do my part to to keep it and to dress it as the Bible says, to to protect that which the Lord has given us. And anytime the Lord gives us a responsibility, and this is where I think Adam really connected with the, with the work that was given him. And that is when we know the Lord has given us something to do, we can delight in the fact that 
the keeping of that responsibility pleases him. And so, boy, that changes your perspective. It's not, well, I have to do this. Oh, I have to do this. No, it becomes a delight. Hey, this is something that pleases God and that I can do. All right, look, it's just a thought. I hope that those thoughts connect with you today and where you're at. And I hope I hope that you'll be looking for some other thoughts as well as you study through. Hey, listen, before we go, I want to draw attention to our teenager of the day. It, it is Andrew, and we're going to pray for him. There's only one Andrew in our youth group, so I don't need to give any uh, last name information there. But but take some time, and maybe even as soon as this podcast is over, you just bow your head where you're at. And you'll say just a word of prayer, a blessing uh, for Andrew today. I know you appreciate it. Listen, thanks for joining us. We'll hope to see you next time. Take care. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to hit the subscribe button or even share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.